Hey everybody, welcome back to Rogue Patriot Radio. We have Curtis back with us today. I am back this week. Welcome yep. back. Yep. Do you have a good Mother's Day? It was a great trip. I really enjoyed it. Good. Got to spend quality time with my mother. He still hasn't gotten caught up on the episodes. No, by it's the okay. Way. It's fine. I was listening to other podcasts that are more important. Just kidding. Wow. <laughs> he didn't even <laughs> hear the other ones. Nope. So anyway, with it being Mental Health Awareness Month, our podcasts for the rest of the month are going to be focused on just that, mental health awareness. So we're going to talk more about that and veteran suicide and first responder suicide. and Yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about. So let's uh, jump right in, shall we? Yes. We shall. So I was looking at some numbers, and the overall suicide rate for veterans compared to civilians is one and a half times higher. So veterans are one and a half times more likely to commit suicide than civilians. Mm. And then post-9-11 veterans between the ages of 18 to 35 have a rate of two and a half times higher than that of civilians and double that of civilians the same age. Wow. Male veterans have a rate of 1.3 times higher than civilians. And then female veterans have a rate of two times as high. So that's just... I mean, to me, that's just astronomical. Yeah. I mean, just nuts when you think about it. I think overall... So according to some data that I found, in 2020, men died by suicide 3.88 times more than women. Hmm. And I think a lot of that has to do with how we're raised as men. Yeah. Because, like we've talked about before, we're kind of raised to not show emotion, to kind of bottle everything up, mm-hmm. not to be weak. Um if we show emotion, then we're weak, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think that plays a lot into those numbers. Yeah. Um, the patriarchal Because society. if you ask the typical guy, you know, when when you're not feeling yourself, when you're feeling down, who do you talk to? Nobody. Nobody. I mean, you see it all the time on social media. That, luckily, has been a video that kind of blew up um, with all the different guys saying that nobody cares. And it's true. You know, you go and say hello to someone. You're meeting them for the first time. Or, you know, you say, hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? You don't give a shit how they're doing. The typical, hey, how are you, is 
just a normalized greeting nowadays. Yeah. You're not asking them how you're doing, how they're doing, because you don't really care. It's just that's what you say because that's what you say. Right. And I mean, there's some real people out there, some honest people who ask you how you're doing because they give a shit about how you're doing. But overall, in general, when you're saying hi to somebody, you see someone you know out in public or you're meeting someone for the first time, hey, I'm so-and-so, how are you doing? And, you know, and then they shake their shake your hand while they're saying that. They don't give a shit. Yeah. You sit there and try to tell them about your day, their brain goes into, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Mm-hmm. Why is he telling me all this shit? I don't want to know any of this. So, yeah, in general, guys really don't have anyone they can go to when they're feeling it, when they're not feeling themselves. And, you know, when when you go to your significant other about it, in your brain, they're judging you. Mm-hmm. They see you as less of a man now. Um, you know, you don't want to go to your family or your friends because you'll feel in your brain, your brain tells you you're going to be a burden. Yeah. You're going to burden them with your problems. Let's just keep it to ourselves. But that's also how they have been treating you for the last however many years. I mean, if it's your family, they've been treating you like crap for all your years and then making you think that they don't care. That's also, that also plays a part in that. Right. Right. So but, another, go ahead. Sorry. But if somebody like truly cares for you, they're going to reach out and ask you, Hey, how are you doing? You know, let's sit down. Let's talk about it. I know you're struggling. Let's sit down and talk and see how, what. Well, I can help you with, give you whatever advice that I can give you. Those are few and far between. Well, yeah, especially in today's society. Yeah. Everybody's more worried about, well, especially with the the way the economy is right now, too. Everybody's more worried about surviving and getting by doing what they got to do rather than, hey, let me call and check up on so-and-so and and see how they're doing. But it only takes a simple text message to check in on your people. I had a a friend the other night. He posted on Facebook that he's just staring up at the the ceiling. And I saw it the next day, and I texted him. I was like, hey, man, how are you doing? He goes, oh, good. I just couldn't sleep. He's like, thanks for checking up on me, though. I was like, yeah, dude, anytime. Just wanted to make sure that you're doing okay, and if you need anything, I can, I'll can. i be here to talk with you. So another interesting, um, some more interesting statistics that I found. According to the 2015 U.S. Transgender Survey, 
found that 40% of transgender adults have attempted suicide. 50% of trans males have reported a suicide attempt in the past year. 42% of non-binary teens reported some type of self-harm in the previous year. So, they talk about, I've seen all over social media, how they talk about... the transgender community as a whole has a lot of mental health issues running rampant throughout and those numbers correspond with that yeah and i think that that's another issue huge issue that nobody wants to look at if that makes sense. I don't know if it does to me or not, but... Like, if you go up to a transgender person and talk to them, and then you bring up mental health, nine times out of ten, they're going to get really defensive. Oh, there's nothing wrong with me. My, my mental health is just fine. Nobody really wants to take a look at just how prevalent that is. And you can't fix something until you're willing to take a look at that. So the first step is, of course, like they always say, admitting that there's a problem. Yeah. And that takes a lot of personal accountability, which in today's society is something that is few and far between and you don't see a whole lot of that everyone's more willing to put try to put the blame on to other people or other stuff rather than taking a hard look within and saying okay at least part of this is my fault what could I have done better what do I need to work on yeah. But it's just something that society as a whole, I mean, it needs to be addressed. You know, every May, everybody's super gung ho about mental health awareness. Well, I mean, yeah, every, everybody's always super gung ho about each month of different things. But where's it at the other 11 months right. of the year? Where's the focus on it then? Why do we only focus on it one month out of the year? True, but I mean, I think we just have to look deeper into the different things. I mean, yes, it is Mental Health Awareness Month, so then you just bring awareness to everything. It's not a mental health, we're going to fix everything this month, and then forget about it. They're bringing awareness to it because someone deemed that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Whenever that happened, whatever. It's just not as it should be more prevalent. But it seems like all the other 11 months of the year, they just go back to Right. Day in and day out. Same old, same old bullshit. Right. But then again... So nothing happens. Speaking of the different months... Next month is Pride Month. 
so many companies going to put rainbow flags on everything. And then all the non-LGBT folk are going to get pissed off because, quote-unquote, that affects their life more than mental health does, which is crazy. And they're, they're But the companies are going to go back to doing the same thing. Where's the mental health focus during Pride Month? Right. Since it's so prevalent, you just saw the numbers. Yeah. It's so prevalent. Why is that community not focusing on it? I mean, there are, but it's just not as talked about, I Where's guess. Where's the marches for mental health? Right. Don't see those. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's it's a fucked system. I mean, really. We do have the, the different months for different celebrations or mental health awareness or foster care awareness or Black History Month, Pride Month whatever but I thought you were going to keep going and keep naming them <laughs> I don't know anymore <laughs> honestly I was th- I was trying to and I was like yeah I got this I think this is military appreciation month too if I remember correctly well then you got teachers appreciation week which is weird In different weeks of the year you also got different things but I mean I don't know it's hard to think about One, as a person who's worked in the mental health, behavioral health field, that's still, it's it's prevalent in all of our lives during that, our times working or just being there, really. But, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's, it's it needs to be talked about more and brought, a, brought about more than it is. Well, and one thing that I've noticed is a lot of times when you go see I got told the difference between psychiatrists and psychologists one of them can prescribe medication and the other can't I think psychiatrists can prescribe medication yeah I think so and psychologists can't they get the same training as far as how to do their job but one goes on to take medical classes so they can prescribe medication and I think that's one thing that especially in the VA like we've talked about before where they're more willing to throw medication at it than they are to try to fix it and all the medications that they are prescribing for this that or the other all make the mental health symptoms worse and nobody's talking about that you know you see you see pictures of people who are prescribed this that or the other for whatever they might be experiencing at the time mental health wise and they just have this blank look to them. Yeah, they're walking zombies. Yeah. That happens all the time in the foster care system. And we had, when I was working at, you know, at the residential, um, there were so many kids that were on psychotropic meds. They're just a walking zombie. They don't have emotions. They do, but I mean, it's it's not as... You can see the changes when they change the meds. You can see the differences in the med changes. It's crazy. 
Well, and it makes you think, why have we gotten to a point in society where everyone is so willing to throw medications at problems, which cause more problems, which get more medications thrown at it, which cause more problems, which gets more medications thrown at it to fix those problems, and the cycle continues, rather than trying alternative routes. Yeah. Like herbal medication. That is so frowned upon in society today. The FDA doesn't recommend blah, 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 blah. Fuck the FDA. For real. After all the bullshit that we've seen over the past few years about them, fuck them and what they say. Have you seen the latest food pyramid? No. Oh, my God. Fruity Pebbles are better for you than vegetables, according to the FDA. Interesting. Or whoever puts out the food pyramid. It's all fucked right now. It's weird. All All the sweet treats... Candies and and sugary cereals and stuff um, is higher up on the list of things that you need to consume more than things that are actually good for you, which is weird. I wonder when that change happened. What is search? Google search food pyramid twenty twenty three. I mean, it still shows the normal looking thing. So I went and looked. Um, the numbers I was talking about earlier come from the Tuft Food Compass. They're rated on a scale of 0 to 100. Um, it looks like anything above 70 um, is rated as to be encouraged. Uh, from 30 to 70 is to be moderated. And then from 0 to 30 is to be minimized. So in the to be encouraged, and this is just a small brief from all the stuff that they pulled. In the to be encouraged section, they have things like frosted mini wheats. Um, what has the fiber in there? Also the sugar. Honey nut Cheerios. Um, those were both rated. Let's see. Honey nut Cheerios received a 76 out of 100. Uh, Frosted Mini Reeds received an 87 out of 100. Hmm. Um, Skinless Chicken Breast, 61. That is labeled as to be moderated. Um, Lucky Charms received a 60, so apparently Lucky Charms are really good for you. Um, Whole Wheat Bread received the exact same rating as Lucky Charms. Weird. Yeah. Um, Whole Milk. Received a score of 49, whereas unsweetened almond milk received a score of 86. Hmm. Um, well, I mean, I've always been heard that, or I've always heard that we shouldn't be drinking cow's milk. It's not uh, bad for us and for cows. Well, I mean, if that's the argument that they want to go with, then we should all be drinking human milk. People do, not until... Well, yeah, babies. 
Yeah. Breast milk. Usually just babies. Yeah. Usually. You have the occasional occurrence otherwise, but it's not common. Right. Um, but then... Ground beef received a score of 26. Yeah. So that's that falls in the to-be-minimized category. So they're saying that ground beef is not as good for you as Lucky Charms. That's weird. Yeah. And another thing I found is that they did away with the food pyramid back in 2011, apparently. And they converted it to the My Plate, is what they call it now. And it basically divides up the plate, um, what you should eat, and blah, blah, blah. So, I'm looking at the different messages they have about the my plate they break it down to fruits vegetables grains protein foods and dairy fruits it says make half your plate fruits and vegetables focus on whole fruits and then they said the exact same thing for vegetables except vary your veggies And then they want, so according to the picture on the plate, vegetables and grains are the exact same size on this. Hmm. Um, They said make half your grains whole grains. Protein foods, they say vary your protein routine. And then the dairy is separate it says move to low fat or fat free dairy milk or yogurt or lactose free dairy or fortified soy versions Uh, why the push on soy I don't know I'm wondering if anyone's actually done research on what soy does to the body it's not good for you why there's a lot of um There's a lot of estrogen in it. So men who drink a lot of soy-based or consume a lot of soy-based anything, foods or drinks, have a bunch of estrogen pumping through them that they don't know about. Where is the research on that, though? Because I've never heard anything like that. I can't believe you never heard that. Never in my life. And every time I go to Starbucks, which is... Very rarely. Starbucks sucks. But I don't drink the regular milk because in my body it sits differently. And I worked at Starbucks for a little while. Blah, blah, blah. But I drink soy milk with my... Listen, listen. listen. I'm talking... uh, I I drink soy with my latte. Gross. Well, it tastes better. Soy contains phytoestrogens which mimic the sex hormone estrogen produced by the human body. Soy isoflavones, hopefully I pronounced that right, can bind to estrogen receptors in the body and cause either weak estrogenic or anti-estrogenic activity. 
Soy consumption has been suggested to exert potentially cancer-preventative effects in premenopausal women, such as increased menstrual cycle length and sex hormone binding globulin levels and decreased estrogen levels. That's weird. However, there's been some concern that consumption of phytoestrogens might exert adverse effects on men's fertility such as lowered testosterone levels and semen quality. Interesting. Weird. It says the FDA promotes soy and foods to reduce the risk of heart disease and school lunch programs across the country are even adding soy to hamburger patties. Anything that the government promotes, I would highly question. Highly question. If they say it's good for you, it's probably not good for you. Mm. Because, I mean, it says right there, talking about decreased, um, lower testosterone levels in men who consume soy products. So, wonder if I should if, if I should go get myself a little testy test of my testy rone. Testy rone, that was dumb. Testosterone, I'm trying to make it, you know, didn't work at all. I I sound nope. stupid, but it's fine. Keep it in there. Because um, I mean, I I did soy for a long time in my milk or in my my Starbucks. Well, soy is in a lot of stuff that most people don't even know. Yeah. A lot of pre-processed foods have soy in it. And it's you don't see it until you start looking at ingredient labels, and that's when you see it. Yeah. It's not going to be emblazoned on the front. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. It's in the back in very small writing. Yeah. How much fruit should I eat uh, each day? Your fruit depends on your age, sex, height, weight, and physical activity. So we went from before where we had a set amount of servings to consume each day of each food group to, well, now everything is based on this whole large number of things, so let's get you a customized plan. It's ridiculous. I mean, it makes sense, though, really. Because not everybody's the same. What I eat's not going to be beneficial for you, and what you eat's not going to be beneficial for me. But at the core of it, you eat X number of meals per day. Let's say the average person eats three meals a day. Mm -hmm. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each of those meals should still have that same basic concept. Because in between meals... You're going to be doing whatever to burning off those calories. Mm -hmm. Usually, typically. 
I mean, if you're hardcore in the gym, you're going to be eating different than someone who works in an office job, of course. Yeah. Because when you're going to the gym, you're freaking burning calories like crazy. Right. And then they they separate out vegetables into five subgroups based on their nutrients. Dark green, red and orange, beans, peas, and lentils, starchy, and other vegetables. Hmm. Which is weird because I saw... Somewhere else I was looking, I noticed that beans and meat were on the not to be encouraged or whatever list, like the lower hmm. portion. And anything in the grains they consider foods made from wheat, rice, oats, cornmeal, barley, or another cereal grain. And they're grouped into two groups, whole grains and refined grains. So refined would be like flour. Right. And then whole grains are going to be like, oh, well, in whole grains they include whole wheat flour because it's milled differently. Um, oatmeal, brown rice, stuff like that. White rice is considered a refined grain. Hmm. Interesting. And it says that refined grain should be enriched. Hmm. So, like, I've seen this before on certain white rices. You'll see enriched white rice or enriched yeah. long grain rice or whatever. That's all that means is they put some vitamins in it during the milling process to enrich your life and see in the protein groups they're they're considering seafood meat poultry eggs beans lentils peas nuts seeds and soy products again soy And they're saying that meat and poultry should be lean or low fat, 93% or higher, and skinless chicken breasts. And then for the seafood, like fish, they're talking about stuff that is higher in omega-3s and lower in methylmercury like salmon, anchovy, and trout. And it says, if you are vegetarian or vegan, the advice to eat meat, poultry, and seafood does not apply to you. Okay. Well, yeah. That's what vegans do, stay away from any any and animal products. Dairy, they include milk, yogurt, cheese, lactose-free milk, and fortified soy milk and yogurt. Hmm. 
The dairy group does not include foods made from milk that have little calcium and high fat content, like cream cheese, sour cream, cream, and butter. Hmm. So, yeah, they went from the food pyramid to the my plate. That's weird. Apparently back in 2011. It makes more sense now. My, um... Move coordinator at the VA, my nutritionist, was talking about this, and I didn't know what in the hell she was talking about. <laughs> Gave me a plate and everything that's like one of those cafeteria type plates that has oh, like yeah. all the little, little divisions sections. on it. Yeah, and it's separated out. I'm like, you put this here and this here, and I'm like, oh my god, I got plates. I'm not using this. Be like a child. I think I threw it away. I don't even know where the hell it is. Might be in a box somewhere. I got that back at the other house we were living at when I first started seeing her. That was like my first ever visit with her. She gave me a huge stack of crap, and that plate was on the top. Huh. It got shoved up in the top of my closet. I think it's in a box. Probably. Unless I threw it away when I mm. went through all the boxes. I don't think you did, but, you know, it's fine. I may have. I probably looked at it and was like, screw this crap. But anyway, so, yeah. So, yeah, do your research on soy. That's a interesting hole to dive down. Um, a lot of articles out there. And one thing that I've noticed, um, the big so-called, air quote, fact checkers, Anything that they say is false or most likely false or whatever the the way that they, they word it is nine times out of ten true. And anything that they say is true or likely true or whatever is typically false propaganda that is trying to be pushed. Yeah. Um, so take that into effect. Don't pay attention to them. If you happen to see, you know, they claim it as false, then be like, oh, okay, so this is probably true. Let me go look in a little bit more on it. But yeah, do your research on that. Um, I found it very interesting. Um, as I have had to get off of gluten, um, and been looking at labels a lot more closely. I've noticed soy in places that just seem odd to have it in. So that means when they're in the sometime during the processing of whatever product it is that you're consuming that they're making for you, they're pumping soy into it. Never heard about that before. I think I saw... I think it was chicken nuggets or something. I was like, why the hell is soy in chicken nuggets? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it's chicken and breading. Well... But during the processing you know, of those chicken nuggets, they add other stuff. They want and you to think why, it's chicken. That's why the ingredient list is a paragraph long instead of just three words yeah or four words whatever it would be because the breading is going to be like your flour usually flour eggs and and um 
milk? Yeah, flour and eggs usually. Because hmm. you flour, then you egg it, then you flour it. Sometimes you can use panko, depending on what kind of crust you want. But you flour, egg, flour, and then you can do another egg flour if you want, if you want it really crispy. But yeah, so back to the topic now. <laughs> yeah, this is, that got... That was a heck of a tangent. Very much. I was just like thinking about brain. I'm like, mental health. Yeah. But yeah, so back to the topic at hand, mental health. So I think that as a society, we need to do better. Absolutely. Um, one, we need to do better for the men out there. Um, this whole... Oh, this was a tangent I was going to go down today. Hmm. Um, the whole attack, the societal attack on toxic masculinity, as they call it, um, is bullshit. Why do you say that? I knew you were going to ask. <laughs> so we've seen how they're coming after the children in a whole bunch of different ways clunk um, in order to get to the children because that's their end goal to get to the kids so they can program them how they want so they can make future societies exactly how they want it to be in order to get to the kids you have to get through the mother which is what they're currently trying to do, attacking women. To get to the mother, you have to go through the men. So to get to the women, you, you have to go through the men. The women, 100%, can defend themselves, but you typically have strong men protecting the women and the children. Because all throughout history, that's the way it's been. As a man, you protect the women and the children. So if you attack the men and get society against the men, then you can get to the women. Hence, all the attacks on toxic masculinity... Putting soy into everything. That fits right in perfectly. God. Um, when you take the masculinity out of a man and feminize him, he's no longer a threat. So that's what they're trying to do to all the men. What do you mean by feminize them? Well, you have masculine or feminine. Right. So if you attack toxic, supposed toxic masculinity, if you attack the masculinity, and in doing so, men start thinking, oh shit, I can't be masculine anymore. So if you're not masculine, then you're going to be feminine. You're going to be more passive. You're going to be... More compassionate? I don't know showing, about compassionate. Showing showing emotions? I don't think 
compassion really is a masculine or feminine trait, really. That's part of the toxic masculinity part, is that the toxic masculinity, they don't show compassion. They're, like, strong, gung-ho, like, I'm a man, I don't show my feelings, I don't, you know, you you fend for yourself type shit. Well, that's feelings, that's not compassion, that's two different things. But, But that's the thing I'm talking about, like... When You're you say, talking about when you, emotions. When you say feminize them, though, I mean, it's not just you're going to take this man and make him a woman by feminizing him. That's just... You're feminizing his actions because he's not going to be... He's going to be wary, weary, wary, whatever, about being masculine because society deems it as bad. So if you take out all the masculinity out of men and make them feminized versions of themselves, wow, that almost didn't come out, then in doing so, they're no longer threats because they're more passive. They're not going to stand up to you. They're not going to stand up. To anything going on So now you've gotten through the men How do you get through The women What is a mom's maternal instinct Care for her children And protect her children Yeah Yeah So how do you Get through that Are you going to masculinize them No No Not at all it just seems like that's the way that I, I hear this going. If you're feminizing no. the men, then you'll mascul- masculinize the women. Nope. I mean, it's- Think about what's happening in society today. And there's your answer. A lot of shit's happening. It's happening. Society. Are you talking about the transgender people? So, you have men... Biological, there it is again, biologically born men who now identifies women competing in women's sports, competing in women's events, utilizing women's restrooms, utilizing women's locker rooms. The typical leftist can't define what a woman is. I've seen some shit talk about it's a feeling and just some random other stupid off-the-wall bullshit. You have biologically born men now holding world records for women-only stuff, um, which is weird. In fact, there was a weightlifter in Canada very recently. I saw this and I thought it was hysterical cuz he did it on he did it to prove a point. He's a man. He went to a women's only lifting competition. Told them that he identified as a woman. I mean, dude had a full beard, everything told them that he identified as a woman so they had to let him compete 
And he went in there and obliterated all the records, every single one of them. And there was another transgender lifter at the time at that same event who got all pissed off and bent out of shape and went on a tirade talking about, well, he's making a mockery of transgenderism and blah, blah, blah. Because, I mean, he went in there and obliterated the records. Just to prove a point. Yes. And he's also probably taking so many supplements, probably taking steroids. All lifters take supplements. Not necessarily steroids. Anyone who goes to the gym. There's a lot of, I've seen a lot of videos saying, like, they're at weightlifting competitions, bodybuilding competitions, whatever it's called. And they're like, are you all natural? And nobody wants to answer that question. Well, okay. Does that make it true just because you saw a video of it? Have you been in uh, a gym? Have you lifted so there's, weights? There's that then. Let's, let's, let's have that in the back of our minds. Does it true because you, you've seen a video? Lord. So you want to use that, we can use it too. Anyways, so with that, your whole statement with people, biologically born males, now identifies as females. Yes, their body was different growing up, and now they are taking hormone replacement therapy. Not always. Most of the Not time. Not always. Most of the time. I wouldn't even go as far as to say most of the time. I would. I mean, you can't make that call unless you know their medical right. records, which are private. So anything that you say would just be a generalization. Right. Right? Sure. Okay. Anyway, go on. I mean, I guess I'm done, because <laughs> anything you say is going to be generalization, too. Oh, whatever. I mean, really, if we think about it that way, do you know their biological records? What do you mean, their biological do you, records? Do you know their, their rec- medical records? Do you know no, their... I do not know their right. medical records. So that means we're generalizing. Men and women... At the very core, at their DNA, are built different. Right. Their body types are different. Their bone structure is different. Their bone density is different. Their muscle, um, what's it called, muscle mass or whatever, whatever that's called, the way that their muscles are, all of that is different at the very core. So if you take... In that capacity of any sort of women event that they have, where there's just women competing, and let's say they decide to let a man in, just for shits and grins, that man is going to dominate. So let's say you take, I don't know, let's say you take a swimming event. And you take, I don't remember, I used to swim, but I don't remember how many. Let's say you have 10, 10 spots, you know, 10 stains, whatever, for this particular event. I don't know how many they have, but anyway. 
let's say you have nine nine female athletes who are all competitive swimmers i don't know what the hell they're called and then you have one man who is the same he's he swims competitively but let's say he never does very well against other men he never places top three Okay. So call him failed swimmer, whatever you want to call him. When you have those 10 go up against each other, that male is going to dominate. Maybe. When you are in the body lifting or the body lifting, any sort of bodybuilding type activity, you have your women, no matter how ripped they are because I've seen some fucking ripped women who are bodybuilders um, when you bring a man and a, a male bodybuilder into that scenario who's been training the same types of ways that these females are he's going to dominate so All of this stuff was brought about because women wanted, not just in sports, but with anything, anything that's female only or female specific, was brought about after years and years and years and years and years of fighting by women to be heard to be seen to be able to do things to not be oppressed okay i don't know the, i had a word in my mind but it's not there right now so you know bye-bye word but oppress is a good word so after years and years and years of i mean look at fem fem there it is again tongue-tied Look at feminism throughout the years, which is one of the movements back in the early days that started to attack masculinity. But but they've made leaps and bounds throughout the decades to be able to vote to be able to have women's sports, to be able to do all the things that women can do nowadays. Right. They fought for that. Well, now you have biologically born males who are now um, transitioned. To a female? Oh, there was another word in my head. I don't remember it. Man, my mind is just... Today. Mine's worse than mine is right now. Anyway, biologically born men who are saying that they're women now. So trans, who are trans women. going into these sports. Look at the UFC. Did you see that fight where um, it was a transgender fighter against a female, and the the female ended up having her face smashed in? Hmm. 
I didn't see that. Um, that happened not too long ago. Um, there was a huge uproar about that. But yeah, so we've come to a point in society where... And if you look at, uh, at a lot of the people, the loudest, the ones who are talking the loudest about the supposed activists, um, but the loudest activists for the transgender movement, especially all over social media. They're basically, across the board, telling women, we're women, deal with it. If you don't like it, oh well, shut up. And I've seen a lot of women speaking out about that. That, you know, they've, pre-all of this, it was considered, I mean, kind of an asshole thing to do, really, is the best way to word it, to, you know, let's say you're in a relationship. As the husband, if you look at your wife and say, sit down and shut the fuck up, society looks at that man as a piece of shit um with um society as a whole not all of society but as a whole they look at him as a piece of shit with narcissistic that's the word i was looking for with narcissistic tendencies toxic masculinity i wouldn't even call that toxic masculinity i mean at the core that's not that doesn't have anything to do with masculinity. That has to do with the type of person you are. It has to do with men are better than women, so that's why he's treating the women like that. But that has nothing to do with masculinity. That has to do with what you believe. And I would completely think separate a things. lot more people would believe that that would be okay. And that's where you get the toxic masculinity. Because I know a lot of people that are older who would think that way. Shut up, men are speaking, don't talk. Shut up, shut the fuck down, give me, make me a sandwich. Shut up, do the dishes, I just got home from work, don't, don't bother me. This is your job, this is my job, you wait on me. And that's where the toxic masculinity part comes in. But that has nothing to do with masculinity. There's nothing masculine about that. That's beliefs. That's how they think. So what, and then what is masculinity? Oh, Lord. <sighs> there, that's the page I was looking at. There we go. That's from Wikipedia. Fuck Wikipedia. 
for all the dead space, he is looking it up currently on the interwebs. On the interwebs. On the Googles. On the Mark Zuckerberg page. I'm just kidding. No, this isn't Google. I don't use Google. Okay. On Let's the, see what Merriam-Webster on, on, on the World Wide says. Web. So the only thing that the Webster, the Merriam-Webster dictionary says is the quality or nature of the male sex, the quality, state, or degree of being masculine or manly. And then what is being manly? Well, it's not many. Well, not that one. Um, <laughs> having qualities traditionally associated with a man, appropriate in character to a man. Real, real. Per, per, um, what does it say below that? Does it say anything else? Synonyms. No. And then it has. Because, I mean, back in the day, the men would go off to war, they would fight, they would do all that, and the women would take care of the house, the women would take care of the the cooking, the cleaning, which is... And then, so, throughout society, that is what has become, quote-unquote, the norm, where the men do this, and the women do this. And that's where the toxic masculinity part comes in, because... They think they're higher and better than anybody, and the women, than other men, really. They're like, I'm this badass dude who, so I'm, I'm a dude, so worship me, so I'm better than you, type thing. And that's where the toxic masculinity part comes in. But it's that's not, really not just a, a masculinity. It's being that's, a man. Well... I mean, really? That. So, the traditional marriage roles before, where the women stayed home, right, and cooked and cleaned and yes. did everything, right. and the men went off to work or went off to war or went off and did this or went off and did that. Correct. I just that, that was the traditional roles in marriage back in that time. Okay. There's still... That uh, still happens today. Right. I mean, not necessarily on as large of a scale as it did back then, but there are still women who seek that out because that's what they want. There are still... Men who seek that out because that's what they want. As far as the the guys who, oh well, I'm a CEO, so I'm better than you because you're just a McDonald's employee. They're just douchebags. Has nothing to do with masculinity. They're not any more of a well, man. People, people want pedestals. People want to be noticed. People want to have. This. They want to be special. Right. 
So where the toxic masculinity part comes in, people were talking about it because instead of having that, so people are fighting for to get that away, right? And so that's why we see toxic masculinity. We're just trying to, or people are trying to normalize a regular lifestyle of saying men don't have to have this. Women can have the same thing. So that's where the toxic masculinity part comes in. And that's why it's being confronted. You just went, you just talked about two different things. I mean, not really. You went from traditional marriage roles back in the day to I'm better than you. That's two completely separate topics, no, but I'm... you tied them all into the same thing. No, I didn't. Yeah, you 100% did. You were talking about traditional marriage roles back in the day and how older people now were grown up, were raised in that manner. And then you talked about guys who think they're better than other guys because of this, that, or the other. And toxic masculinity. You coupled part. all that together under toxic masculinity. That's what that is. A guy thinking he's better than anybody because of one thing or another is not toxic masculinity. So what is it's toxic masculinity? It's douchebaggery. So what is toxic it's masculinity? It's stupid bullshit that's being peddled is what it is. How? What happens? Okay, so to the supposed toxic masculinity has been under attack for I don't know how many years now. What happens... In a society where masculinity is frowned upon in men. I don't know. Where you have no more masculinity. People come in and do whatever the fuck they want to do. Because there's nobody to stand there and protect everybody. Nobody willing to stand up and fight for what they know is right. So, people like... The so current saying, jackasses in power can come in and take all your guns, all your rights, all your freedoms and tell you, stay at home, sit the fuck down, and shut up. You will listen to us. You will obey us. That's how tyrannical governments happen. That's how communist governments happen. Because nobody is willing to stand up and do what is right. That's how dictatorships happen, hell. How do we get on this topic when we're talking about you went mental on health? You, you did it. You did this. But yeah, so what I, the point I was trying to make is you attack the males first. You attack the masculinity. Then after that's done and out of the way, then you go on to attack the women. And after that's done, then you have free reign access to the children. Because nobody is protecting them anymore at that point. I mean, look how, look how many children go missing across the country. And what's being done about that? You know, you have all these big supposed organizations that are fighting... Like the, um, what's it called? Don't poke yourself with that. Uh, I could see that happen and just. Uh, 
Oh. Um, the National Center for Exploited and Missing Children, I think is what it's called. You want to talk about a slush fund for the elites? That's one of many. Um, and even some of their numbers don't make any sense when you look at the numbers that they publish aren't accurate. Which isn't too surprising because it's a whole other topic. Let's. I'm pretty sure they're funded by the government. I don't remember. But yeah, you look at all these organizations that supposedly fight for the children, the big name ones that you see or hear about all the time. But yet, that number increases every year. And they've been around for how long? So how is it increasing if they're actually doing anything to protect the children? Doesn't make any sense, right? No. Okay. Mental so yeah, health. I guess that's part one mental of our health. mental health talk. Yes. Long two t- two long ass tangents that had nothing to do with actual mental health. No. So sorry, people. But, uh, yeah, we'll get on to part two next week. We'll talk some more. I'll try to actually have an outline. Yes, that'd be great. Because this... I'll try to make an outline this week. These changes can happen, but we need to, like, get to getting... Rain them in a little bit. Yeah. And then we could talk about those things, the tangents, even better in in an actual episode. In more detail. Oh, if people want to listen to those, they can be on our Patreon page. We can make little episodes specifically oh, for our Patreons. Yeah. If we yeah, want to do just that, shoot us a message and let us know. That could be like a special, non, like on just, top of our weekly. We could do that as yeah, a, a special little ep- extra episode, little bonus. Yeah, just let us know. And uh, that was a lot of fun. I still haven't figured out Patreon. I don't know when we put a Patreon level on one how it's accessible. I don't know, but we have one sub- subscriber, don't we? Yeah, we got one subscriber so far. Yay, yay! Thank you! So yeah, go to our... Um, awesome. Let me look it up so I can tell you what it is. Shout out to our subscriber on Patreon. You rock. What the heck? There it is. Patreon. So our Patreon is... Okay, cool. Let's click on that. Maybe it'll tell me. Rogue Patriot Radio. So it's patreon.com forward slash Rogue Patriot Radio. And that last part is all one word. The RPNR is capitalized. But yeah, our uh, current patron on Patreon is Miss Anthropic. So we appreciate you, and thank you for being a subscriber and joining us in our endeavor. Yes, thank you so much. Um, Apparently I have a draft on Patreon that I did not know about. Hmm. But yeah, and you can find... uh, The easiest way to find this podcast, unless you're subscribed to it, go to our website, roguepatriotdesigns.com. You scroll down a little bit, and you will see all four links to our podcast. 
Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, and our um, our broadcast server also has a link on there. Oh, sweet. If you go to the website, you can also find our blog. I'm gonna now that the website is back up and running. I'm gonna get back to doing blog posts again. Get back to getting. Yeah, well, we were busy there for a little while with the that big hoodie order and then redoing the website <laughs> yeah. from scratch, which was incredibly time consuming and try and trying to figure all that out. So yeah, now that that's all done, we can uh, I can get back to doing podcasts yeah. again. I actually miss it. And that was very. Um, Talk about mental health. That was very, very therapeutic. Um, I told the counselor on Wednesday that I do a podcast and a um, blog. I didn't tell her what they were. She don't need to know. She'll probably find out. Probably. She can be like, let's look this guy up. She saw my, I was wearing my 22 shirt. This one? Yep. And it has the flag on the wrong arm but it has it with the website so I'm pretty sure she probably saw it because she's not blind she looked at me a whole bunch so I'm pretty sure she saw it she'll figure it out but, but yeah so if there's anything you guys want us to talk about uh, let us know shoot us an email yep um there is a section on the blogs where you guys can comment. Um, don't put any stupid-ass bullshit on there. I mean, they can put their opinions, and they can comment yeah, on well, there. Well, yeah, you put your opinions all day long, um, but you start in with some bullshit. I mean, you get what's coming to you, I guess. I don't know. I haven't even figured out the comments. I don't know if I can delete them or filter them or I don't know. I don't know. We don't have any comments yet, so I haven't been able to figure out the blog comment that. stuff. But yeah, comment on the blogs. Uh, shoot us an email. Let us know what you want to hear from us. And, uh, yeah, y'all are awesome. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll... Uh, talk to you again next week when we get into part two of mental health and we'll try to stay on topic yes at least more on topic all right well hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend and enjoy um no that's not telling me nothing don't need to be changing dates do 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 dead space <laughs> oh we're gonna have oh our next podcast is gonna be right before memorial day so we may have to do something special hmm. say so, yeah, enjoy your weekend so part two is gonna come up in a couple weeks next week what oh. do you mean a couple weeks next week because the uh, Next week's the 27th, the 29th is Memorial Day. Oh. Maybe we can record two episodes that day. Yeah. Part two and then a Memorial Day episode. Yeah, I had to spend the week coming up with something special. Word. All right. But yeah, have a great week. 
Um, as always, love you guys. If you need anything, reach out and let us know. Always here for you if you need someone to talk to. Um, on the bottom of all of the blogs, there are resources where you can go to find any help should you need it. Um, if you just want someone to talk to, reach out. I'll get back to back and one of us will get back in touch with you yep and uh yeah we'll see you on the next one deuces